Welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hi, everyone. This is Eleni, your executive producer of Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. The opportunity to experience this season's headline event partner is here. This week, I'll be in Los Angeles on November 2nd and 3rd at Beauty Connect, an innovative event uniting decision makers and disruptors across beauty, wellness, and personal care. This is your last chance to visit beautyconnectwest.com for more information about the event and use our code BASE10 for 10% off your registration fee. I will be chairing one of the event tracks and I hope to meet you there. Hi, Jody. Hi, Adriel. How are you? I am so proud of you. Oh, thank you. The work you did in creating amazing games for our guests this week, I mean, went over so well. And I know it takes a lot of work and a lot of research and our guests really appreciate it. Well, thank you. It's so much fun to get to like dive in and learn about these guests. And we have such great guests on the show and they just make it so easy. So... Well, today's episode are Lauren and Katie. They're the co-founders of Higher Dose. And I met them at a work event a few months ago. And I just want to, I want their job when I grow up. (laughs) They're just so amazing. Yeah, me too. They are just inspirational. I want to do everything they do. And they're just so full of knowledge and health. And they're amazing people. I'm excited for our listeners to get to know them a bit today. I think it's another reason why we should all just go to more and more events because you definitely get to meet people you've never met before. I always learn one new thing, right? No matter whether the event's an hour long or a whole day or two days long. And if I just stayed in my leggings and slippers and didn't go out into the world to meet people, I wouldn't have gotten to meet Lauren and Katie. Yeah, it's so true. Networking, it's hard to do to like make yourself go do it, but it's so worth it. Like you made amazing connections with Lauren and Katie, and now they get to be on our show. Well, then let's get to it. Yes. All right. This is episode 219. Lauren Berlingeri and Katie Caps, co-founders and CEOs of Higher Dose. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Welcome back to Where Brains Meet Beauty. As you may or may not know, each quarter we introduce a new theme. Our first theme this year was technology. We heard from guests like Amy Errett, CEO and founder of Madison Reed, and our very own Anna Yoshida, Program Success Manager at Beast Beauty. Following technology, we went into our sustainability theme and learned how several industry leaders are striving to create more environmentally friendly brands. We heard from guests like Shannon Goldberg, founder and CEO of Z Zero Waste Beauty, and Shantae Lundy, founder of Black Girl Sunscreen. Our most recent theme was artistry, and we got to speak to a wide range of talented individuals. A few of our guests were The Real Housewife, Gina Kirschenschneider, Brandon Brown, CEO of Grin, Gail Federici, CEO of ColorWow, and Chris Appleton, celebrity hairstylist. But today, we kick off our final quarter of the year, which is our health theme. I'm really looking forward to sharing our expert guests for the quarter who come from various health and wellness-related backgrounds and their career journeys to success. Our guests today are two entrepreneurs and biohackers passionate about bringing revolutionary wellness technology to the masses. Their company was created to provide a new kind of spa experience, one with a biohacking lens that uses the power of nature-inspired technologies, like infrared heat, to elevate health and get you high naturally. Lauren Berlingeri and Katie Caps are the co-founders and CEOs of Higher Dose. Higher Dose is an infrared sauna destination that opened in 2016 and quickly became a New York City hotspot. 
Over the years, it has gained an extremely dedicated community of people passionate about hacking their own alchemy and living their best health journey. Not only has Higher Dose succeeded in being a must-be spot, but they've also used their passion for biohacking and health to make innovative wellness technologies more and more accessible. In 2017, Higher Dose launched its first at-home product, the coveted, should I say super coveted, infrared sauna blanket. This product quickly became a fan favorite and has ignited the creation of more at-home devices, including the PEMF mat and red light face. I could go on and on about some of the amazing work these ladies are doing, but I'm going to let you hear it directly from them today. Be sure to check out their Instagram at Higher Dose and learn more about their biohacking lifestyle and how to create rituals to upgrade your well-being. So Lauren and Katie, welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty. Thank you for having us. We're super excited to be chatting with you today. Yeah, thanks for that great intro. <laughs> yeah, um, I want to actually hats off to Adriel for um, finding a way to simplify and break down everything that you're doing because you do a lot at higher dose. I'm so amazed by both of you. So kudos to Adriel. So I just want to tell everybody how um, we came to meet because I love, you know, origin stories of relationships. We actually met at an event in Florida, the Women's Wear Daily CEO Summit, where you were both presenting. And I was so, so happy to meet you there. Um, what did you think about presenting on that stage? Well, we sat next to you at lunch, in which we had the pleasure because you kind of like were the one to really just like help us understand what was going on because it was the first beauty summit that we've ever been to. I mean, we've done a ton of like biohacking, health and wellness conferences, which are very different. Whereas this was like not just beauty, but it was like business and, you know, backstories of like entrepreneurs and what people are, how people are innovating. And it was like really amazing. And we learned so much and everyone there that was speaking was like, you know, super experienced and running like multi-million, sometimes billion dollar companies in beauty. And, and then we knew that we were going to be presenting at the end and we were like, oh man, this is like kind of overwhelming. Um, and we were very nervous to go on stage, but you know, when we did, we just stayed authentic and we just talked about how we believe beauty really comes from the inside out and how we have wellness technologies and products to really support that. And we feel like this is where the beauty industry is going. And it was really awesome because like everyone came up to us afterwards and was like, I loved your talk. It was so refreshing. We could not agree more. We're so excited to have you guys here. We waited around the whole conference just to hear you two speak as you're like a little bit different than most of the speakers there. And, you know, Katie and I had such a good time and we met, met game-changing people that really helped change our business. Yeah, I think Lauren pretty much covered it, but uh, <laughs> I, I think it was also fun to really give the audience a taste of our show, Biohackers. We included a sizzle with like highlights from what we learned in our experimentation and beauty biohacking. Um, so I loved getting to spread that message to everybody. So Katie, you told me that you were having a media day today. Um, what was your day like? Um, well, you know, we're launching our magnesium topicals and we basically kicked that off with a staycation for a bunch of beauty editors at 11 Howard, where we treated them to our lymphatic facial um, sauna sessions and basically like an immersive experience where they could really try out the new topicals. Um, we had dinner with the media last night and it was just amazing to like connect with all of them and learn about what's hot in uh, beauty wellness, like media these days. So it was, it was very inspiring to, you know, 
get to actually interact with this community that we've been building. You know, a lot of the times as uh, CEOs, we're kind of like doing hardcore business stuff um, in our own bubble, but um, it was a lot of fun meeting them and seeing everybody's reaction to the product line. Um, I think it's going to be a huge hit based on what we've heard so far. I love magnesium. I ingest magnesium. It's super important to me. It helps me be normal. We'll talk about this later offline. But um, <laughs> um, but now we're going to start with my favorite question. And Lauren, I'll give it to you first. Um, you know, this is a career journey show. So let's go way back in time to like being 11 years old. What do you want to be when you grow up? So I didn't realize what I wanted to be when I was growing up. Um, I probably wanted to be like famous or something crazy like that. But looking back on it, I was an entrepreneur from the get go. My mom always used to joke that like she would send me to something called May Madness at her school, which is pretty much like a garage sale. She would send me with $5 and I would come back with all this stuff and more money. And that was because I would like buy things up and sell them to my friends, which my brothers and sisters always thought like, you know, I was evil for doing that. But really, I was just a little entrepreneur. Um, and I also used to sell rocks to my, our neighbors too and make money that way. But you know, like I was always just very interested in, in you know, meeting people and, and falling in love with objects and selling them and, and making money. So I guess I was a, an entrepreneur in the making. And Katie, what about you? You're 11 years old. What's on your mind for your career? You know, it's so funny. When I was that age, I told my two dear aunts that I wanted to write a book about how you could use more than 10% of your brain which is not exactly what we're doing, but I think, you know, with our messaging around happy chemicals, increasing your dose, um, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, there is some tie-in with how I always envision my life going. And who knows, maybe we'll write a book about it at some point. I think you should definitely write a book about this. <laughs> um, so, you know, Katie, your career took you into banking before higher dose. So do you think that that 11-year-old vision of using your brain more fully? Were you trying to find banking as a way to do that? Well, I think society got to me where the message is, go make money, you know, <laughs> especially going to like a school like Georgetown. And, you know, I was always very driven by getting good grades. So then kind of the next iteration of that, once you're out of college is, well, you know, my salary is kind of like my report card. Um, so I went into banking with that mentality and then, you know, I guess the timing was interesting. I started right before the big recession of 2008. Um, I saw a lot of people that spent decades devoting themselves to finance, lose almost everything they had overnight. And I think, you know, that's when I realized I want to live in the moment and do something I'm passionate about because you can't depend on, you know, a sacrifice necessarily paying off later. So what led the two of you to come together to create Higher Dose? Um, so just to back it up, probably what, nine years ago? Eight, eight years, years ago. Yeah. Um, I was working for a health and wellness startup uh, called Aloha, and my job was the brand ambassador program as well as product development. So I actually got to spend a lot of time with a lot of influential wellness, you know, experts picking their brains on what do they do? What's the best technologies? Like what's the best like supplements, what are you doing? And uh, I discovered the infrared sauna back then and there was only one that existed in New York City. Really bad experience, like behind a curtain, you know, in a colonic center, but went and tried it and just couldn't believe the immediate benefits. 
and, um, you know, knew that I wanted to start my business around that. And, you know, like coming from a startup, I got to see a founder build a company and, and what that took. And it was just like really interesting to me. So I knew that I needed to find a very smart business partner that had very different skill set than I did. So my uh, friend introduced me to Katie and I pretty much kind of crashed his meeting on him pitching her on another idea. And I told her about the infrared sauna and how she needed to try it. And she did and, and fell in love with it. And we started the company the very next day. So everyone always thinks that we were friends before, which we weren't, which is kind of like a blessing in a way. But, you know, we went through this really interesting, you know, I guess like history where we started a business together, became best friends, and then the stress of the company, and it was like so hard on both of us. Then we ended up like kind of like fighting like family, and then the company finally took off, and then, you know, now she's my best friend ever and family, so. And got, fighting like family. And still, still fighting like family. But not as much, yeah. Yeah, so I, I feel like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I feel like, you know, now we get the best of all worlds where you have a friend and, and, you know, entrepreneur and it's kind of like a marriage in a way too as well. And, and we get to be so creative together and like discover a whole new world. I totally got vibes from you both that you've known each other since you were little kids. You know, it, it really feels like a deeply rooted relationship. It does not feel like, I mean, I was only around you for a few hours, right? But it doesn't come off to me as a business relationship, right? Um, and how well, maybe wonderful. Maybe we have some past life stuff. I was going to say, past life thing. She's like not afraid to like fix my makeup when I'm looking silly in a big crowd. So yeah, it's, we're past all that. It's true. We kind of finish each other's sentences now, which it's nice because I feel like I've learned so much from Katie on how to run a business and be more business minded. And I'm sure she's learned a lot from me now. And now we're just kind of these Siamese twins that are finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> you know, Lauren, when I first met you at that event in Florida, like your face was so familiar to me. And it wasn't until after I left that I think I realized, I think I met you at Aloha because I was meeting with no. them for quite some time with Lee. Do you remember Lee and marketing? Yes, of course. And I can't remember your founder's name. Constantine. Constantine, who I follow on Instagram. <laughs> Get to see the way this guy lives his life, which is like, Amazing. I'm going to totally link to his Instagram in, in the show notes because <laughs> this guy is just like on like a forever pilgrimage for like, you know, this, like sunsets. That's it. Right? Sunrise yeah. He, sunsets. I mean, he was pretty amazing because he traveled around the world and fell in love with health and wellness. And then when he would go into these investor meetings, he would just light up the room with like talking about his experiences. And I really learned a lot from him on, you know, that people invest into founders and they invest into passion and just like this deep knowing that you're going to be successful regardless. And that, that energy is really contagious. So he was really good at that. Was Aloha successful? Yeah. Um, I don't really know if how successful it was, but let's just say like Constantine did an incredible job raising so much money without even a product or a brand. And that was like unheard of back then. So yeah, it was a, it was a very an interesting experience for my first startup. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I don't know him well. I just knew him from a few meetings. Um, what you said about his ability to just um, expect success, however he defined it, is really fascinating. Um, it's something that I think some people are born with. But, you know, for me, 
I've had to um, learn how to have faith. It's taken a really long time. Um, now I'm like totally okay. And I'm like, yeah, whatever my dreams are, I'm going to make happen. I really feel, feel that way. And I watched people um, just navigate that part of their lives without the need of, you know, over a decade of therapy and business coaching. And I'm, you know, it's amazing. But yeah, that's his vibe. His aura is like, it's going to happen, right? I just know it's going to happen. So now on Instagram, at least, he just like does yoga in the sunsets and the sunrises. And <laughs> it doesn't seem so like... So he's winning. <laughs> he, he won he somehow. Found, right. We're not sure how. <laughs> Whatever success was, he found it. Um, so yeah, now I, I realize Lauren, why you look so familiar to me. Cause I think I met you in the office and the office had That's like hilarious. a tiki bar or something. It was like, right. Exactly. Aloha. He was very into office culture, um, which was also kind of ahead of its time really, but I'm sure he learned a lot from like Google and, you know, the years of like startup culture. Um, but I, I felt like no one in the wellness space was exactly doing that at the time. So let's talk about, um, wellness. Um, but really about you and wellness, right? This is about journey and career journey. So we'll start with Katie. Um, you're running this business. It's growing. Obviously, I see the impact you're making. I'm sure you feel the impact you're making. How do you define success today? I mean, I think I define success um, on a few different levels. You know, there's obviously... The typical, is my business growing at least 50% every year? You know, are we launching new products? Are we extending the lifetime value of our customer? Are we attracting great staff? Are we expanding into new distribution channels? You know, there's all of these standard KPIs that you look at from a business perspective, which, you know, luckily we've had a great track record. I think we're doing really well on all those fronts. Um, And then I think there's also this more like, soul satisfying metric of all the people's lives that we're changing, which we get the most incredible feedback from our customers about, you know, I was going to have to have back surgery and I used your mat and now I'm healed. Mm-hmm. Or like I have chronic Lyme disease and I couldn't get out of bed, but now I use your blanket and I'm like living more of a normal life. Um, so you really can't put a price tag on those. I think that's really the stuff that at the end of the day and, you're looking back at your life. That's really what counts. So I think that's a beautiful thing. And then um, the other metric would be, am I enjoying the journey? You know, mm-hmm. am I finding happiness even in the moments of struggle? Um, am I growing and learning and evolving and still finding laughter during the tough times um, and discovering new ways to take care of myself? And I think, uh, you know, we've been so fortunate to be able to try out all these amazing wellness technologies meet incredible thought leaders and doctors. And on that level, it's been a great success too. So there's definitely hard days, but um, when you step back and look at, look at those ways to measure success, um, it's exceeded my expectations. So Lauren, we heard Katie say that earlier in her career, she thought her paycheck was her report card, which by the way, Katie, I've never thought of that before, (laughs) but that's a genius um, analogy. So Lauren, eight years ago, when you sat down with Katie and you're like, let's make this business happen, what what was your definition of success eight years ago? Oh man, I don't even think I thought about it that far in advance, to be honest with you. Um, Like I kind of operate sometimes out of this like deep knowing. Um, And sometimes I force things to happen, even though they shouldn't be happening. And 
over years I've learned that, you know, there's more powerful ways to get things done than being forceful. And I'm trying to like learn to now be more in flow and, you know, more receive what is coming to, to me at that time. But the first three or four years, I had the Navy SEAL mentality of like, no one's going to stop me. I'm making everything happen. Um, you know, push and just go that I don't even think I had a chance to like stop and really think about it. And Katie actually would always bring this to my attention that even when we had these amazing milestones of like, you know, the New York Times writing an article on us, I would never stop to enjoy it because I was so in the future of like, but what else do we need to do? More, 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 more. And that really played a lot on my health. And after I had my twins and then I had my business, I had this like real moment of needing to hit the reset button. Like I ended up having a grand mal seizure out of nowhere. And at that moment in time, I like had to rethink how I was doing everything, including how I was taking care of myself, how I was pushing the company, how I would show up to work every day, how I was being a mother, how I was, you know, being a wife. So that was like a real like wake up call for me. Um, and I changed a lot of things after that. And it's kind of funny because like I've been able to leave New York now and move to Austin and we've just been in New York for the like the last week. And it's crazy how easy you could get right back into it. Like we've literally packed our schedule every minute and every hour that we've been here getting things done. And actually this is the last thing that we're doing um, for today and, and this trip. And we just kind of like look at each other and be like, wow, like we are like insane how much we got done. But that used to be like our life before, you know, like we were just going 100% full speed. We had nothing else going on, no family or kids. We were just like her and I were together making stuff happen. So I don't know, I'm more stepping into a different phase of my life where again, I'm just trying to be more open to like receiving in abundance and being in flow and being in the right place at the right time and tr not trying to be so forceful about things and not stress about whether or not someone's gonna invest into our company or like a partnership's gonna happen. I like am full trusting that whatever needs to happen will happen. And that's been a big energy save. For me, I um, thank you for sharing. You know, notes about your physical health. I'm, I'm hoping that you're okay, and um, it's amazing that you're willing to share that with our fans because that must have been incredibly scary for you and your family. Yeah, especially when you have like two babies that are one years old that are like relying on you, and you're just. Well, I realized I had more of a fear of dying than anything, and that kind of um, shook things up for me. So. But it's really cool because the show Biohackers, we've been able to do things to like help rewire our brains and rewire PTSD. And I got to do like ketamine therapy that like totally like, I don't want to say healed me, but like it really like helped me gain control of my mental health and really helped put things in perspective for us. So I think Katie and I are really lucky that we get to explore this world of like health and wellness as a job. You know, we literally started biohackers so that we could just get free. That's why you started <laughs> services. It. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> this is what we would be spending our money on anyway. So we were like, <laughs> like the worst thing that could happen was is that we just got to do all the things that we love to do. So um, and then it ended up being so much bigger and so much more. And we just saw the demand for like more women and more people to like have access to like there's things out there that can really help you, that could really change your biology, the way you think about things. 
you know, take you to the next level and not just like take you from being sick to healthy, but like healthy to optimizing and like performing at a high level, which I think you're starting to see that switch switch now in, in health and wellness where people are starting to talk more about this. You know, health and wellness is is a lifestyle. It's it's more than just trying not to get sick. So I um I love this idea of working to reprogram um your brain. I actually did that with Abel. Um, Lauren, I was a lot like you. I like something great would happen. I'd be like, okay, great, move on to the next thing, move on to the next thing. I would never ever just even sit with it for a second. And what was happening is in my brain, the really bad stuff that would happen, like the really crappy work days and work situations, uh, they would just um eat away at me for days, nights, weeks, you know. But the happy things, the amazing things would they never spend a second in my, you know, in my vortex of energy. Yeah. So I think I saw this on like a um, real estate show. They would ring a bell every time they close the sale. So I love I, that. We, we, my whole team has bells and even our clients and we ring the bell for anything. Like it could be something small, like sending a hard to write email. It could be for something big, like getting a new client. But literally there's bell ringing happening all the time now in our own, at our own desk, in the office, at our client's desk. And we just program our brain to rem- remember that amazing things happen every day. I love that. Where did you learn that? Like one of those reality TV shows where they sell houses. That's so funny. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It sounds like something that has like so much science and research because like your brain remembers the noise and then it releases dopamine when you hear the bell and, you know, that goes so much longer. And, you know, I really do resonate with being fixed on the things that didn't work versus like, you know, the things that did work, I totally forget about because I wouldn't have to worry about it. Like, I feel like that drives a lot of us New Yorkers, actually. So be mindful of that. I ring the bell for the great things and the things that are really challenging that are kind of like sticking in my brain and I can't get out. I write it down and I put it in an old tissue box as like, that's my way of releasing it in the world. And then every once in a while, like every few months, I'll go back in that tissue box and look at these scraps of paper. And I have like no idea what these things were. They felt so big at the time. <laughs> and I like, I'm like, I can't, I can't I love remember that. what the problem was. So I love that. yeah, these are things are like my, like my um, attempts to reprogram my brain because um, amazing things do happen every day. I have so much to be grateful for and I want to really be focused on that. And that means that when the hard stuff happens, like losing a client or blah, 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 like, yeah, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt for as long and it doesn't hurt as, for as heavy. 100%. Um, so let's talk about, um, you had spoken about it. You didn't use this language, but I'll use the language that I use. Um, the seduction of growing the business, the seduction of getting back into this like super speed um, business work. Um, Katie, now that you're both living out of out of New York and apart from each other, what are the moments that seduce you back in the business and call you in and maybe are asking you to like go further and longer than you really want to be? I think, you know, the pandemic um, shifted things for me because all of a sudden we're all like trapped in our apartments. Um, I stopped drinking. So obviously then I'm like, oh, I have all these brain cells that I wasn't <laughs> using before. And I actually feel like working. Um, so I started working way harder and our sales were picking up. And then I, I like have, I have had the opposite journey of Lauren, where I started the business with her because I was like, I don't know, it could fail, but at least <laughs> I'll be able to use the sauna every day. I was like, cool, free sauna. And now I'm like, 
must have an exit, <laughs> like maniacal, you know, but even like I got to that point of being so maniacal again and I realized there is that sense of like, um, you know, not everything in life is linear, you know, and there, just because you put in so much effort, it doesn't mean you're going to get the result you want. There's the aspect of, I know it sounds woo, but like manifesting of making sure your energy is in the right place, mm -hmm. right? And that you're having the right intention and that's going to help put the energy out there that attracts in the opportunities you want. So I think there's that balance of like, yes, I am a responsible business person and I'm going to get to my emails and manage everybody, but I'm also going to focus on my energy and my health so that positive things are coming to me. Do you find yourself like scrolling on social media for too long that you know it's not good for you, Katie? Um, yeah, I mean, I think social media was designed to suck us in and get us addicted and there's the kind of like push-pull of I want to be on it for business so that I can keep my finger on the pulse of what's happening. And, you know, a lot of our growth comes from our social media account. So it's hard for me to delete and stay off in general. But then I do find, wow, why am I on here? Like, I don't, I'm not friends with this person. Why am I staring at their account? So I think it's just about setting boundaries around it, much like you know, I took two years off drinking. And so every now and then I'll take time off social media. And that's kind of how I manage it. Remember when you turned your social media black and white? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's not interesting. Turn your social media black and white and see if you're still interested. It's not interesting. Oh, you mean like you can make like all everything in the account turn to yeah. black and white? Just she did that and she like and stopped white. going on it. And I was like, that's actually kind of genius. Like, are you really learning from this? Are you really like gaining anything other than just that cheap hit of dopamine? Kind of puts things in perspective a little bit. Yeah, that's so interesting. I actually found myself the past few weeks just like kind of in a this pattern of, I mean, I'm usually not someone who, I don't sleep with my phone next to me. Like I don't want it in the bedroom with me. I don't, I'm not a super like, I mean, I run a social media agency, but I'm actually not a, you know, um, a believer uh, I am for my clients, but not for myself and not for my kids. And um, I just got into this funk where I just had this phone in my hand all the time. And um, I didn't like myself. <laughs> I didn't like myself at all. It's like, what am I watching? I'm literally watching like um, people make soaps in their kitchen and then cut the soaps up into little pieces. And <laughs> why do I have to watch this? And I realized like what I, I was missing something in my life and I was missing like a book like a good book. And I just like decided I, I need a break from social media and news on the internet. And I picked up a book and I'm a happier person. Mm, that's amazing. Yeah, we kind of get to this point where we forget what we love doing as a hobby or what we're passionate about. Because we're so used to the, the second we get bored or don't have anything to do is just to entertain ourselves with TV or social media. Um, and it doesn't make you feel good. It doesn't make you like sleep at night. Like there's the odd show that like is the feel good. That's really beautifully done. And, you know, it's like, um, really well filmed. Um, but most of the shows are like playing on your emotions and in a negative way and putting you in dark places. And then, and then, you know, exposing yourself to blue light before you go to bed and then you don't sleep good at night. And it's just like, yeah, you really got to stop and, and think for a second, like, is this, serving a higher purpose and contributing to like a greater good, which is usually just like feeling good. Uh, so that wraps up our interview segment. Thank you to Lauren and Katie for your honest answers. 
Um, so thank you so much for joining us for our first episode in the health theme quarter. I'm so excited about the things that we have in store for you later this quarter. So please join us um, really soon as we welcome Rolanda Wilkerson. She's a principal scientist and skincare expert of Olay. So she'll be our next guest and we'll get you those details on social and make sure you're following us on Instagram to stay up to date on the upcoming lives and all the fun we have along the way. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Lauren and Katie. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.